I've got things in here. Welcome back to uh, the Demonland Podcast. Uh, this is a special edition of the Demonland Podcast tonight. Uh, this is a special pre-trade week um, podcast, and uh, joining me tonight, uh, Grape Viney. Good evening. Uh, good evening, uh, Andy, and good evening, Demonland. Yes, and also joining us today, uh, back by uh, popular demand again, uh, uh, Nasha. Good evening. Thank you. Uh, I figured out how to get Skype going again, and obviously been about four weeks too many for me. But yeah, we got there in the end. Yeah, it took me a while. I, I haven't sat at this uh, setup for a number of, number of weeks. I think since the last time we did a podcast, so I haven't changed any settings. So I was just hoping everything would uh, would work, and uh, yeah, it it did. So uh, yes, we're we're back. Um, I didn't think I would be back for a while. Um, it took me a while to get my uh, football mojo back. Uh, how about you guys, Nasha? Uh, are you uh, back to normal or are you still uh, um, in slitting wrist mode? <laughs> oh, look, I'm, I'm still disappointed with the way the season ended, but uh, I think I'm ready for a uh, big pre-season of training the house down now <laughs> and uh, <laughs> ready to... Ready to uh, Face up for another serve of punishment next year. And and how about you, Grapeviney? Uh, have you recovered? Uh, were you able to uh, take an end of season trip uh, without any uh, gu- a guilt free end of season trip? Well, no, because if you read Demonland, the club is basically in crisis. Um, you wouldn't know that one of the most promising young champions. Uh, or promising young players, maybe let's not call him a champion yet, has just nominated the club as his destination club today. Uh, if you read the boards, you'd think we're uh, in meltdown and heading south. So uh, a bit of a discord between what's really going on and uh, the way things are being portrayed on Demon Land, I reckon. Well, I think that has partly to do, I mean, one side of the equation is um, Jake Lever, who was announced today that uh, Melbourne is his destination club. He wants to get to to Melbourne. Uh, So obviously that's uh, a great thing for us. Uh, We've wanted to be relevant for a long time now. And, you know, last year we had uh, Simon, uh, I was going to say Simon Godfrey. I don't know where that name uh, (laughs) popped into my head. (laughs) How random is that? Uh, With Jordan (laughs) <laughs> uh, coming to me. <laughs> oh, my head is stuck in the blast in the past from the past uh, things um, that we've been doing on Demon Land. But Jordan Lewis coming to the club, and um, you know, uh, and then the, uh, there's the other side of the coin uh, with uh, Jack Watts um, seems to be on the outs with uh, coach and uh, who, you know. If you read Demon Land, he's out in the outs with everyone from the boot stutter to, you know. So, yeah, I, we, 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 let's start with Jake Lever. Um, Nasha, uh, your thoughts on that? Oh, how exciting. Um, I think it's uh, knowing that such a talent wants to come to our club, I think is the, the most exciting thing for us. Uh, yeah, gone are the days where um, the only players that want to play for us are sort of 
you know, washed up players who can't get a game at their existing club. Um, yeah, I'm stoked. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah, and uh, they're, they're not necessarily separate issues. The Watts and the uh, Lever move, um, uh, you know, sort of positioning, um, even though they're being done independently. You've got one guy coming in who's um, basically a future captain, and by all reports from people in the know, his standards, Jake Lever, um, his standards, his preparation, and his attitude apparently are in the Jack Viney mould. Um, and then you've got a guy with a question mark. Uh, on the other hand, you've got a guy with a question mark over his name as to whether he'll be at the club next year, um, whose standards have been brought into question. So um, it's all part of a pattern, I think, that we're seeing from the uh, from the club in terms of where they want to go. And what type of uh, uh, people they want at the club. Um well, let's talk about, uh, you know, the elephant in the room, uh, Jack Watts. And, I mean, f- ever since the guy came to this club, I've been a big defender of him, uh, not necessarily on the boards, but definitely to all my friends who have, you know, um, who have said, the guy's no good, he's never going to be a player. And I've, I've always said, just wait, you know, he's, he's, he's going to get there. And every year I've sort of been waiting for it, waiting, and we've seen glimpses, we've seen, we know what he can do, there's no doubt the guy is talented and um, can play football, but do we see enough of it? Um, Nasha, your, your thoughts on Jack Watts, are, what, are you as frustrated as I am with him? Um, yeah, uh, particularly this year, um, it, like it really seemed like last year that he may have seemed to have finally pulled the finger out. And uh, yep. Yep. to just be back in to be back in this place again, um, it's how long can you wait? Honestly, it's I'm yeah. Though I am frustrated, uh, and I say that as a person who has actually defended him uh, actively over time as well. But I think um, yeah, it's just so frustrating that we're still in this place. Um, I, I you know I don't I was a little bit surprised when I heard that. You know his name had been had been put up and so forth, but I'm at the point where if they say that the only thing that can be done is to trade him out and um, try and pres- um, improve our side that way, then if they say so, because I'm yeah, I'm I'm pretty pretty over this having this discussion every year to be honest. Great, Barney. Um, yeah, couldn't yourself. agree more. I think we all thought, or at least hoped. Um, that last year was the turning point, as Nasha said, that he'd pull, that he'd pull his finger out and um, sort of, you know, progress it from there. But uh, to then start the season as he did um, and then, you know, um, finish the way that he did uh, was, is extremely disappointing. And I can imagine them getting to just um, breaking point effectively and saying, well, enough's enough. Um, it's funny, I, I, I also haven't been a critic of his too much online, perhaps a little a little more recently than uh, in the past, but uh, I remember at the best and fairest last year when uh, he finished fourth, he had a great year, um, and uh, when he gave his speech um, uh, upon accepting the award, to me he sounded extremely self-satisfied and... Um, 
I think that, uh, yeah, that he came back to sort of pre-season just thinking, you know, he can cruise through uh, cruise through life, really, um, and you just can't do it these days. And, and no, no, you can't. Um, I, I think I'll just uh, be remiss of me not to um, mention our phone numbers. You can join the conversation tonight and uh, let us know your thoughts on... on uh, Anything that's got to do with uh, the trade week coming up. Um, so two ways you can get to us. Uh, you can give us a call on your uh, mobile or landline, uh, 03 9016 uh, That's 03 9016 Or you can Skype DemonLand31. I'll, I'll pick it up. Um, but if we're talking, we might not get to you straight away. So just uh, stay quiet, turn down your uh, player um, so that... You, you can hear us. Um, so yeah, zero three nine zero one six three triple six or Skype at Demonland thirty one. We've also got a chat room. You can join us um, if you're listening to this live. Demonland dot com slash podcast. Um, anywhere on the Demonland website, you can find the podcast link at the top of the page. So yeah, uh, Jack Watts. Um, you, uh, look, I've been. Every time I post something on Facebook um, to sort of the non-Demon Land crowd, because the majority of people on there, you know, are sort of aren't, um, you know, readers of the website. We're trying to get, you know, convert some people over to it. Uh, but every time you sort of mentioned uh, Jack Watson, the word trade in the same sentence, people lose their absolute mind. Uh, there's a lot of people who are, yeah, just trading, but there's a lot of people that was sort of blindsided by all of this, you know, sort of not, maybe not sort of realising that uh, he was on his last legs at the club um, if the getting dropped uh, towards the end of the season wasn't a hint that things might not be right. Yeah, people uh, will lose their mind, uh, or are losing their mind, the fact that he's uh, up for trade and... uh, Well, he's come out today and he seems to be saying that he wants to stay. Is is it... Is there is a there any way possible he's still going to play for Melbourne next year? Do you reckon? Uh, or, or is it too? Are we too far gone now? It's um it's it's pretty unusual. I would have thought for a player who's been told to look for no, not, not necessarily directly to find somewhere else to play next year to go. No thanks, I'll stay here. Um, I would have thought most players would go. Well, if they don't want me, then I suppose I'd better go because you know the senior coach. If the senior coach says, you know, I, don't, I can't support you, um, limited yeah, opportunities. It'd be, it'd be weird if he stayed. To be honest, now, well, I, I, yeah, I don't know how you could function well, in it's, that sort of environment. It's going to come down to uh, are other clubs going to want him, and whether they can. I mean, are we just going to get rid of him for, you know, the bargain basement if it comes down to that, or will we keep him on the list? Uh, you know, you know, we're obviously not going to let him go for pick ninety. Um, I th- I think the reason this is this is so much of a discussion is because other other clubs and the supporters realise that he is worth something. Like he's yeah. not. We're not talking about you know our thirty fifth best player here. We're talking about yeah. a player who should be in our top five players. Yeah. Um. I, I've got no doubt that there'll be other clubs out there that think that they can make him into a player. Um, and perhaps he will anyway, just by virtue of you know, the, of the sting in the face from being shunned by the club that he loves being at. Um, so I, I reckon there'll be clubs out there that'll pay. Um, 
I don't think he'll be going. I don't think. I think we will get a reasonable return for Jack, but uh, I would have preferred that he just be the player that he could be at our club. It's just a shame. Well, what is what is a, a reasonable <laughs> return? Uh, what are we looking at here? Second round draft pick, um, a player. Yeah, I would have what thought to, so. Yeah, yeah a second round. The second rounder would be probably about right, I reckon. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it sounds like, from what I've read online, uh, maybe Sydney's the go. So, um, I don't know. Uh, I, I Look, if he does leave, I wish him all the best. And I'm going to try not to be the, you know, have the attitude of, oh, he's going to go somewhere else and he's going he's gonna to turn into a star. I don't you know. I don't know if it didn't work with us. I don't think it's, it's so much as turning into a star. We know his skills. Yeah. yeah. It's just a matter of whether he, you know, ups his sort of application intensity and, you know, um, in some teams would it be necessary to up his attack on the footy as well. Now, you, you alluded to, you know, things, you know, the perception that we're in crisis at the moment because Jack Watts is leaving... But I don't think it's just the, the that perception is there because of the Jack Watts thing. I think because of the whispers as well of uh, Jesse Hogan, and I don't know where these rumours are coming from. I don't know if they're uh, you know Fremantle wishful thinking from them throwing you know throwing things out there and hoping things will stick. Um, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Is is there a chance Jesse is leaving? It's just uh, this. That one's just bored people in WA, isn't it? It's we, we, this comes up all the time. It's it's got to be BS. I've got to say, I don't, I don't believe a word of that. I don't really believe a word of it either. And if you look at the evidence, right, he had three um, separate opportunities to go home for an extended period this year: the death of his dad, the uh, cancer scare, um, and then the collarbone. And on each occasion, he was back playing like in superhuman record time. Um, the first thing he's done when the season's ended is go to Bali with um, his teammates. So this notion that he's sort of homesick doesn't really wash with me. And beyond that, he's seen, you know, he's got mates at the club. He seems to love playing for the club and the club's going places. So and he's just signed a new contract. So all the evidence... Um, would suggest that uh, there's there's nothing going on here. Because I can see why people would sort of lose their shit. Um, you have you know Jack Watts <laughs> leaving, uh, <laughs> Jesse Hogan possibly. Well, we don't think he's going, but you know the, you lose two quality players, and all of a sudden you know um, you know the sky is falling. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think Jesse's going anywhere, um, and I, I certainly hope not because he's a part of, uh, you know, this thing that we're building here. And, um, you know, without the two of them, uh, our forward line is looking uh, very, uh, very thin indeed. Um, it, it's going to keep coming up for the rest of his time at Melbourne, um, you know, as it, uh, as it does with interstate players. But uh, it, I think it's the just free fragility of his situation it? this year adds to it as well. It's just Frio giving it back for Pav. Every time uh, Matthew Pavlich came out of contract, he was apparently back to Adelaide, and uh, he never went. So, yeah, no, I think it's just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know too many people from WA, but there seem to be a lot of uh, 
Yeah, a lot of talk seems to come from over there. Well, if he if he did go, we'd we'd <laughs> we'd, uh, we'd need uh, to be uh, adequately compensated, uh, and well, I, I think it's pointless to sort of talk about that uh, now because um, yeah, it's most likely not happening. But uh, what looks like to be happening is uh, we've got a deal with Adelaide now uh, for Jake Lever. So what gets uh, Jake Lever to Melbourne? Great, Barney. You want to take? That one. Uh, what are well, we going to have to give up? I think most people are hopeful of a, probably of ten and twenty-seven, the first and the second. Yep. Adelaide are supposedly demanding two firsts. So the, but, number uh, ten and, and we're obviously in the, um, you know, we're in the uh, in the box, uh, seat. box suit here. So um, I think it'll end up being a first and a second. Uh, Apparently, he he said in his interview with uh, BT that. He would go to the draft if the if the deal didn't yep. get done. So I think that that uh, that definitely works in our favour. Well, what happens um, in that what happens in that situation is that a Luke Ball situation, which happened a few years uh, ago, where there was he's, no he's, deal made. He's, he's not really going to go to the draft. It's just yes. a bluff. But at least it at least it you know sets the tone. I mean, he's coming to Melbourne. It's done basically. Yeah, it's just um, uh, so. details. He'll it's look just good. a matter He'll of how good. it ends up happening. He'll look good in a in a demon's jumper. I, you know, well, obviously we all watched uh, the grand final, um, and yeah, well, maybe we'll talk a bit about uh, Richmond in a sec. But I watched the grand final, and in particular, I was had a keen eye on uh, Jake Lever for the game. And geez, he he can play football. I, I've actually got to confess, I did not watch the grand final. <sighs> I uh, I know I got. Uh, I got rudely invited to a wedding oh, that's right. uh, of a of a non non uh, non AFL supporting mate. Game started at uh, not the game, the wedding started at three o'clock. Uh, well, didn't see a single minute of the game, but uh, yes, I trust it was good, fellas. Well, it, it it gives it gives us hope. I mean, I was I'm bloody jealous of of those Tigers supporters. Um, and last two years, I've been very jealous of of the grand final winners because they've seemingly come from nowhere um, and, you know, sort of that's, you know, and have broken droughts and that's exactly what we've been dreaming about. So it, it sort of gives me hope, but it made me bloody jealous. Well, the good thing yeah, it was is not both, both of those premierships um, have been won by uh, sides really strong in the contest. Yep. And that's, uh, that's the good one game plan, obviously. So... Um, yeah, well, we saw a few times during the year, including against us, that Adelaide crumbled when the pressure was on and it happened on uh, grand final day. So uh, contest is king in the finals. We saw that absolutely. I, um, just on the uh, – sure. just, sorry, just to, no, go, go, to go back to the, uh, to, the, to the lever trade just for a second. A sure. uh, poster named Crystal Dees put up a post earlier, which I didn't think got as much attention as I thought it deserved. Um, suggested that because uh, Richmond currently have picks 15 and 17. Uh, so uh, this post suggested that we trade pick 10 uh, and pick 27 and downgrade our third round pick uh, and receive Richmond's pick 15 and pick 17, which could then go to Adelaide for Lever. Um, I thought that's the kind of, that's the kind of, if, if uh, Adelaide really don't back down on, 
the uh, two first rounders. That's the kind of thing that will need to get done. I would have thought, uh, and clever because I didn't even I didn't even realise at that stage that Richmond had those two first rounders. But um, perhaps that's the sort of thing that could get it done. Two late first rounders, yeah. Yeah, two late first rounders. So so um, you'd probably feel a little bit jilted if you were Adelaide, but you know technically it's two first rounders. So take it, fellas. That's what you said. Uh, are we? Uh, if we do have to give up, um, if it comes down to us having to give up next year's first rounder, which I hope it doesn't come to, is is that the end of the world for us? Um, are we really, uh, you know, cutting our nose off to spite of? I don't even know if that's the right analogy, but uh, what, is that going to harm us? Uh, not having, you know young young talent coming into the club or are we happy to go with the talent we've got at the moment no, you want you us. want to get it for as you know as low a price as possible but Obviously, it's hard to yep. it's hard to put a value on someone like lever he's 21 he's already got runs on the board and he's got uh, he's got his whole got the whole world in front of him so um, for what you're getting yeah you know you'd almost sort of pay anything but yeah, as we said, we're sort of in pole position here. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't have thought it's going to come to that. Were either of you worried about uh, the whispers from that Collingwood might come in and, and swoop us on the deal considering they've got <laughs> uh, pick six, I think? Um, you know, was, is that the – well, I guess now that Jake Lever said he wants to come to us. But the other day I was it's worried. A bit redundant. Yeah, I was a bit worried when that uh, sort of happened. But um, – Zero three nine zero one six three triple six. If you want to uh, weigh in on anything uh, pre-trade uh, week, uh, give us a call or Skype us at Demonland Thirty One. Um, is there anyone else that's in our sights? Like legitimately, I know we all want you know Sloan or, or Gaff, but um, is there anyone well, else? There there's that's... been of uh, the Gaff thread was bumped today, and there was a bit of. Uh, gaffing about um, on that board. Um, so still a possibility, I think. Um, How? I think that might have come from WA Radio again. So, And mentioning us in particular or just mentioning yes. us on the... Yes. Uh, I think it might have said someone else is in the box seat but that Hawthorne and Melbourne were also interested. Well, it seems and it's St Kilda because they've got a bit of a yeah, watch. Yeah, St Kilda, sorry, was in the... Um, was sort of the first name club, yep. and then Hawthorne and Melbourne were also mentioned. So, um, and a poster called Roosted, who seems to have had um, some intel on Lever along the way, um, suggested that we're in the market for someone um, for a, another midfielder. So. So, I don't know. Watch this space. So the, the I mean, St Kilda's obviously in the box seat to get any any of the gun midfielders that, that become available. Uh, but is there any strength to this uh, Sloan rumour that Sloan might be available? And I'm not saying for us, but... No, I think it, he's out of... Out of con- uh, becomes a free agent at the end of next year. Yeah, but or, there's been those word that he wants out now. So... Oh, if, I don't know. If... That was sort of... There were a few... There's a few pages on Facebook that sort of deal in draft things and... Um, some of them have been, um, you know, have been on the money before, but you know, with any rumours, there's a lot of wild things thrown out there. But Sloan was one of them, and um, 
if he is available, I'd love St Kilda to go for him and then we could maybe get Gaff that way. Um, but... It's interesting because Cameron's also um, on the way out from yeah. Adelaide, isn't he? Yeah. Going up to Brisbane, I think. So it's interesting to have a side that's uh, played off in a grand final then you've got three... Um, you know, three key players all wanting out at the same time. Mm. It'll be pretty upsetting, wouldn't it? You, uh, yeah, it would. you know, as an Adelaide would. fan, yep. you you really feel like they were they were very close this year, and probably could arguably say, or could could say that they had, you know, a, a golden opportunity to win a flag, and then uh, yeah, get set back next year by the virtue of three of their more important players leaving. Uh, yeah, it'd be it'd be gutting. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a bit of karma to them. Um, I, <laughs> I couldn't help, uh, you know, delighting a little bit in uh, what happened to them. I, I was gunning for them to go out in straight sets, uh, particularly uh, given the, the final round and what happened there. Even though I, I've said, I, I you know, we we should have won and got in ourselves, but I feel that we were. Uh, <laughs> We were hard done by by them. Uh, so I'm quite happy that they didn't win. Um, having said that, I really didn't want Richmond to win either. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, the uh, the side benefit to that was uh, Adelaide didn't win and a uh, bit of karma coming their way. So if they lose a few players, then so be it. Um, welcome to the football club, Jake Lever. <laughs> Can we just raise the issue that dare not um, dare not be spoken of at the moment? Um, it has been raised on the board, and maybe people could ring in on this because it's dividing Demonlanders, and that is the proposition that Gary Lyon must go. <laughs> who agrees? Who disagrees? Uh, this is. Um, this is the, the question that's going to define the club's future for the next 10 years. So I, I and I'm glad it's finally been raised on the board. I wasn't sure what uh, was actually being asked in that thread. Um, well, it reminded me a little bit of a tweet that Pauline Hanson made um, probably about a year ago, which was a demand that no more Sharia law. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's hard to demand something that, isn't happening. Exist, yeah. But uh, um, perhaps we can find a job for Gary at the club, um, and then swiftly remove him from it. Then sack him. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a plan to me. Um, yeah, Gary must go. I, I don't know where he's got to go or where he's been or where he is, but yeah, must go. <laughs> but uh, you know what? They, I, they should have done this years ago when he first left the club. I, I didn't sort of get uh, the uh, the hate. For 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 Gary, there seems to be a bit of uh, uh, there is the, the, you know about, and I don't really get it. Like, is it because of his involvement uh, with when kneeled when they went and got kneeled? Uh, yes. Is it because people don't like what happened with the Bill Brownless and and all that? Um, which you know, frankly, none of our business, but. I don't know what 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 is it. Uh, uh, look, I see with the Neil thing. Maybe he, you know he was look in it's twenty twenty hindsight. You know the guy didn't work out for us, but is that Gary's fault? He was just trying to help the club when we were you know sort of in dire straits. Uh look, I, I I think it's it's 
all of that. Um, and just the fact that he just these days seems to come across as a bit of a tool. Like, <laughs> I don't know. He never, didn't used to have that vibe about him, but these days I just find him hard to listen to. Um, but, you know, I don't – as far as the Neil thing goes, um, you know, he wasn't the only one involved with <laughs> yeah. that. Nobody seems to want to put Jim. Um, and he was up to his neck in the, the Neil thing as well. Um, but, you know, bygones can be bygones. He played a lot of – Gary Lyon played a lot of good football for Melbourne as well um, and is one of the sort of players I, I grew up watching. So um, I'm not going to hold one thing against him, but I do kind of wish he'd just be quiet a little bit sometimes. It's hard to be quiet when you've got, when you've got a media gig, I suppose. So um, Yeah, that's I true. I also that's true. don't don't particularly enjoy listening in, listening to him uh, too much these days. Uh, although I think he's not a bad host of uh, Footy Classified. But I, I'm a bit like you, Nash. I, I certainly, um, he and Jimmy and all the others involved at the time of Neil and the ending of Bailey and Schwab, uh, none of them had um, uh, ill intentions in what they were doing. Yes, it was an absolute train wreck, but... Um, we only know that now, and as you say, Gary Lyon was a champion player for a long time and uh, uh, gave us all a lot of pleasure. Yeah, he certainly did. Um, back sort of on to uh, trade week. Uh, do we have, besides pick that pick one we've got, do we have the currency to be able to land someone else, like someone uh, of a decent calibre? Um, one thing our current footy administration have done is pull rabbits out of hats. Yeah. Um, we've seen that the last couple of years. Um, and Hawthorne, the other thing that, that makes me think we could is that Hawthorne managed to snag um, O'Meara and Tom Mitchell in one go. Now, it, it cost them, well, uh, yeah. but uh, I think, um, yeah, it, it can be done. If there's players that, If there's players knocking on the door... Um, really good players who are going to make us a better side right now. Um, I think I've got trust in the guys that are in charge at the moment to get it done. I don't know how. It'll be something creative that I hadn't thought of, but I reckon it'll work. Yeah, I think we've got to put our trust in in the footy footy guys. They know what they're doing. The fact that you've got a guy like Lever saying, I want to come and play at Melbourne means anything is possible. And... uh, yeah, they've they've managed to do some uh, some good work in the past couple of years. So, um, yeah, trust in them to get it done again. Should an opportunity present. Yeah, we uh, we managed to uh, secure Simon Godfrey last year. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> he was a good footballer, Simon Godfrey. I, I liked him. You know, not flashy, but <laughs> he always had a crack. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know that there's a, I don't know that there's a place for that type of football footballer anymore. Is there? He can you know he could run all day and he was a hard tag. But is there? It was there a worse user of the ball ever to play for this side? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I remember though he did kick a beautiful goal from outside fifty on the run once. Wasn't expecting it, but uh, yeah. Well, we also weren't expecting. Um, uh, Tom McDonald to play as a forward, and I'd say that uh, particularly if Watts is gone, that's what's going to happen next year. And uh, you and I, in particular, Andy, we uh, we spent 
we devoted quite a few weeks um, uh, here on the show um, to that exact uh, to that exact issue. But um, we were shown up in the end. Yeah, look, Tom McDonald. I, I used to watch him sort of his style running into goal, and I was always thinking, "There's no way he's going to kick this," and every kick was straight as an arrow. So I don't know. He proved proved us wrong. Um, but it looks like with the, if Lever does come in, yeah, he's, he'll probably be destined for the forward line. You'd think you'd have to now. Uh, for a start, I can't see we signed uh, we signed Sam Frost again when everybody thought that he might be gone. Uh, yep. With with Oscar and now and Lever and and Hibbert and all that back there, I can't. And plus, you know, the whole created by Watts potentially going. Um, yeah, top, Tommy Mack is the forward. I, I would have thought. Yeah, plugger, just plugger on, McDonald. Just on Frost. Um, if we do get Lever, I'd like to see Frost maybe go on to um, go onto the wing, and, or you know, half back, more of a sort of rather than take a man. Uh, use his run a little bit more. Ha- has to be behind the ball, doesn't he? I think he's. Um, I think yeah. on the wing is as likely to be as, as an idea as doomed as playing him in the forward line turned out you to reckon? be. Yeah, that's that's what I reckon. Um, all right, strike that. Uh- yeah, no, I think he, <laughs> I, I think he's showed plenty of promise as a defender. I love the attack and the run. Uh, but he just needs to learn to defend better, and uh, uh, I reckon he'll come good, Frosty. Um, it also didn't end the season very well after a pretty good first half of the year. Well, that's why I thought he was uh, destined to, to go or be used as part of some type of trade, uh, particularly the way he ended the season in the resis. So, um, yeah, he was given a contract. Um, uh, we... Had a couple of delistings. Are you surprised by any of them? Nope. No. Uh, nope. And Ben Ken- Ben Kennedy was yesterday. Uh, yeah, I don't think uh, I was surprised with that one. Um, uh, I was a little bit surprised to see people uh, on the forum mentioning that they were delighted that he was delisted. I thought that was a bit harsh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. But um, we see no, that every year, don't we? Yeah, I know, and I reckon that's. I think that's just unnecessary. That kind of. Uh, um, I mean, I, I get that people people are emotional and, and and passionate about the footy, but at the end of the day, to me, a guy has just had his career snuffed out, um, and we all knew that was going to happen, and he knew it was going to happen, and it's no surprise to anyone. But I still don't think there's a need to, uh, as I said on the forum, dance on people's graves once they've gone. No, no, definitely, definitely not. Um, is there anything else we can expect from uh, Trade Week? Uh, any surprises? Um, pretty much every Trade Week in the last few years has thrown up surprises. So uh, I'm I'm expecting surprises, but since they're going to be surprises, I can't tell you what they are. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I wasn't expecting uh, Jordan Lewis last year. Um I was. I mean, there was a lot of talk as well towards the end of trade week last last year about um, uh, Tom Rockliffe, and you know his name's out there again. But uh, I haven't seen one report of us being in the mix for that one. Um, 
few things. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Stringer's obviously the other name, big name that's out there, and uh, we haven't been connected to Stringer in any way. And you'd think with uh, Brendan McCartney at the club, um, you know, we'd have a pretty, a very clear position on Stringer. So I think it's pretty clear it's a no from us. And there seems to be a lot of reluctance across the board. I think there was a report in the Herald Sun today that basically said that he was struggling to cope with the uncertainty um, surrounding his future. So um, I don't know whether that's such a great, um, great idea from the manager to put that out there. The fact that he's just struggling just with the uncertainty doesn't um, fill you with confidence uh, for him tackling future challenges, I would have thought. There's a chance, surely, that he won't play next year, I would have thought, with all this. Like, you'd, you'd be taking a huge risk picking him up as a club, I would have thought. Yeah, it's... it's look, he's been dumped by his club. Um, you know, there's lots of reports and rumours circulating about him. Uh, yeah, I can't see... Well, I, I can see why we're not willing to touch him. Um, There's talk that S, if he goes anywhere, it's likely to be Essendon. But, uh, yeah. That seems to figure, doesn't it, in some <laughs> sort of way? <laughs> but isn't it amazing that someone that talented, um, there's such a question mark over whether to take him or not. Um, you know, it was only two years ago that on, on the couch they'd start off every show with their guest asking who would you prefer, you know, who would you take to, to base your team around, Jesse Hogan or um, or Jake Stringer. Um, so it's a, it's a long fall, isn't it? And it happens quickly. Oh, absolutely. Um, I just, uh, I was just having a look at uh, the threads that are on the, on the board um, and I, one that caught my eye, and I don't think we can have a show go by without uh, mentioning it, is uh, Jack Trengove uh, winning the Casey Best and Fairest. And I thought, uh, you know, if you know, with him leaving, uh, you know, being delisted uh, this year, I thought it was a good send-off that, uh, to win that award. And um, it's a little bit sad in the end because I would have liked him to finish his career uh, obviously playing for the Ds, but, um, you know, Hats off to him. And uh, do you think there's any chance he'll get picked up by somebody? I'd be very surprised. Um, but it's a credit to him, isn't it, that he took out the uh, that he took out the medal um, because you know he had his opportunity this year. It came and went, but he still kept cracking in in the twos, even when uh, you know he probably knew um, knew in his heart of hearts that it was coming to an end. Um, yeah, there wouldn't be a a Melbourne person that isn't disappointed for Jack that it uh, turned out that way. Agree. And, uh, yeah, look, I really admire him for, um, for pressing on. It would be, it would be dispiriting to, um, yep. to know, to, to know that, you know, you were at one point looking like a really good AFL player and that it, it all went so wrong and you couldn't do it anymore, it would be, especially as he's only a young man, he's only, what, 25 or so? Um, yeah. It would have been it would have been hard. And I've got a lot of respect for him and I wish him all the best. And the, the other thing is that, um, you know, there's been good 
tributes to him on Demon Land, and we all got the chance to applaud him uh, several times when he, um, you know, when he, he did get a, a run in the seniors this year. But um, uh, people forget that that he re-signed with the club a few weeks after 186. So basically, you know, we were at our lowest ebb at that point. Um, Bailey just gone, Schwab lucky to hang on, um, and huge uh, questions in the media every day about Scully and Tringo re-signed with the yeah. club in that environment, a contract extension. So uh, I'll never forget that. It just came at such an important time in terms of the morale of the club um, and the public perception of where we were at. Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't agree more. Um, top bloke and, uh, yeah, uh, just want to thank him for, you know, his service to the club. Um, you know, seems like a, a fantastic bloke and, uh, yeah, but it's just a shame of what could have been. So, um, on that note, uh, anything else... Uh, Anything else you guys want to bring up at this uh, time of the year? Uh, well, my, not I. <laughs> my big um, off-season wish is for a neat and tidy board. Um, draft threads on the draft page, general <laughs> threads on the general page. It's getting very messy. Uh, people are very excitable. Um so just keep it clean, folks, and instant, uh, avoid the confusion. Instant, instant ban for anybody who opens a new thread that could have been added to existing threads. This is a, a yes. this is this is yes. not not new and not isolated to our board. I'm sure all forums across have the have the problem of people not searching for topics before they post, but. That's why we have moderators, and that's why I pay you. Go- I don't pay you, but uh. <laughs> we need to change the culture at the board, set new standards. So, um, yeah, severe new restrictions over the summer. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get right on that. Uh, but yeah, it's we've only been we've only been trying that for about twelve years now. We'll get there yeah. eventually. Well, we started. Now, what about this thread having yeah. a go at uh, um, one of our, our guests this year, um, uh, Troy Chaplin, wearing a Tiger scarf on Grand Final Day and enjoying the Tigers' win? Oh, what how could he? That? What, gee, golly, wow. Um, yeah, another storm in a teacup. <laughs> apparently, uh, apparently uh, Alistair Clarkson was also uh, spotted in the Tigers' room. Good mate of uh, good mate of Dimmer. So well, could, um, you, look, could you imagine people, if um, you know people Neeps, want to get amongst Uze, Brad Green, these guys have all coached at other clubs. Can you imagine them not wearing a red and blue scarf if uh, if we ever got to the big dance? So um, oh, so you're you're yeah. going the reverse. Uh, you're, you're, you're doing reverse, reverse psychology. Rever- the reversal there. Yes, uh, <laughs> I see what you're doing there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind them wearing wearing that. Um, yeah, uh, I didn't. I wasn't aware of the chaplain thing, and when you said it, I was sort of having a think whether that's acceptable or not. And I was thinking, well, what about Goodwin? Would you would you accept if Goodwin put on an Adelaide scarf uh, on on the weekend? 
Bernie probably had one on. Um, and you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Goodwin's celebrated with some of his Adelaide, Adelaide mates, but um, uh, no, I don't really have a problem yeah, with it. No, no. I, I think you got to. I think you got to be a little bit realistic, like especially especially if it was Goodwin. He's a he's a. Um, I'm not sure he wasn't captain when they won the flag, but he's a he's a premiership player. He's a past captain. Yeah, he's one of their club greats. Like he's really, of course, he's still going to have his his heart at the Adelaide Crows at some level. I mean, it doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't mean that he's not fully committed to us as well. It's not, I don't think, I don't think being fully committed to your job and still having a soft spot for another club are mutually exclusive. Um, I think you can do both and I think that's fine. If they, if those guys, you know, want to enjoy the success of other clubs as well as working towards our own, um, okay, fine. Especially in the way that the footy industry is, where everyone's, you know, people have worked in numerous clubs over the years and uh, the players grow up playing together, at, you know, in representative footy and stuff. So the relationships that happen across clubs are, are everywhere. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, this same poster was also upset that uh, apparently there's someone who works in the um, in the demon shop that barracks for Richmond. <laughs> so uh, that's also um, well, yeah, I, I, guarantee, I guarantee you. Issue. I guarantee you, if you uh, asked everyone who works in the front office of the D's who they grew up uh, supporting or who they even barrack for now, uh, it, there'd be a lot of uh, you know other clubs mentioned. Um, you know, just because you. You work for the demons. Don't doesn't mean you uh, have to. No, but the problem is, I went, in to buy a, I went in to buy a Jack Viney badge, and I walked out with a Trent Cotchen. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, when that uh, happens, skin, so if that happens, then yes, yeah. uh, Saka. But uh, yeah, she is allowed to uh, to support uh, another club. But I don't think you uh, have to uh, <laughs> renounce your uh, allegiances when you come work for the club. Um, yeah. Um, all right. So, um, if there, if there's nothing else, gentlemen, and, uh, if no one else uh, wants to call in and join us, um, we do have quite a number of listeners, um, but, um, if that's all there is tonight, then, um, yeah, I'll, uh, we'll, we can end it, uh, here. So what do you think? Yep, and come back probably in uh, draft week. Yeah, so I was going to suggest, uh, yeah, maybe we come back. Uh, well, we'll play it by ear if something sort of, some good things happen early on, maybe we'll do Because it's two weeks tra- uh, trade week, is that correct? Or ten days? What's... I've got no idea. I know all the dates. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been, it has been in the last couple of years, I haven't. I haven't. I'm not on top of it, to be yeah, honest. But I, that's what it's been the last couple of years. All right, we'll play play it by ear. But if not, we'll come back after uh, trade week and uh, give a, a full wrap up and uh, welcome some new players, hopefully to the club. And uh, yeah, and then uh, maybe we can do a maybe we can do a uh, draft night live show. Oh, we can do that too. That that that's an interesting one. Yeah, why not? I've got it's, it. Maybe uh, I should have waited until we broadcast the show before I put on board. <laughs> no, 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 I'm liking the, that idea. I didn't uh, think of that. And no, I think we'll get uh, Whispering Jack involved in that one because uh, he um, is he knows all the all the um, all those uh, young players, so he'll be able to add some insight um, 
to to any of the guys we pick up. And it'd be good to have calls from uh, posters like Chaser J, um, Penance and D over in Western Australia because those guys also keep a keen eye um, on some of the talent that's uh, that's elsewhere. So um, it'd be good to have not just WJ but uh, yeah some other Demon Landers involved too. What are your thoughts? Uh, we might as well uh, talk about because this is pre-draft, pre-trade stuff. Uh, what are your thoughts on um, on drafting uh, interstate players? Uh, are you uh, a bit hesitant to to do that, given that uh, you know the thing with Jesse Hogan now? Every year we're going to have you know Fremantle chiming in and posting rumours that he's coming back or or even just the player being homesick, Jake Lever. Uh, I don't know whether he's homesick or just wants to be closer to family or w- what the situation is there, but uh, does that sort of sour you on getting into state talent at all? Nah, not me. I, I think the, the vast majority of them stay. That's the... Like, there's, for, you know, for the one or two who come up every year, there's dozens of Western Australia's Western Australians playing in Victoria and Victorians playing in WA or South Australia or quite, they're all like the talent goes all over the place. Um, I think we shouldn't be afraid of one or two high, high profile um, players, you know, occasionally defecting. The other thing is um, if we ended up picking up a really, really good, you know, a star South Australian or Western Australian or whatever, and we got, five good years out of them before they bug it off and we won a flag, like, would it actually really be that much of a disaster? I still think you'd take the really good player and get the short amount of time out of them, yeah. uh, given the choice. If it nets us a flag, <laughs> the whole team yeah. can leave. <laughs> uh, I won't be greedy. I don't need uh, to see three in a row. I just want to see one, one at the moment. Um, you can't, uh, you know, you can't sort of... You can't take those things into account. No one could have predicted what would have happened to Jesse this year. You know, not in if you were writing the worst script possible for for his 2017, you wouldn't have dreamed up the scenario faced this year. So you've got to go for the players that you need, and uh, if they happen to be interstaters, then so be it. It'd be it'd be nice to see. Well, you know, someone's probably got stats on um, on the return. You know, the return rate of. Uh, whether it's Western Australians coming to Victoria or Victorians going to Western Australia, South Australia, what the uh, what the rate of return sort of is, and who, you know, because it's obviously a risk uh, for the interstate clubs to bring over Victorians as well. Um, but they've sort of got less of a choice than we do. They can't sort of draft a team of just Western Australians or South Australians. So, yeah. Well, they could, well, they but could. <laughs> it's probably not the probably not the best way to build the list. No, 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 it wouldn't. All right, gentlemen, um, it's been uh, been lovely uh, reconnecting with you all, and it's it's good to see that um, you know you're all still with us. You haven't, um, you know, you didn't take the loss too hard. How, let me ask you, how long did it take you to to, to get over it? Um, it took me a couple of weeks to get my mojo back. Um, took me a while to sort of look at anything footy, uh, you know, particularly watching stuff on TV. The finals, early finals weeks were hard for me. What about you guys, Grapeviney? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm the same. Probably a couple of weeks where I was really filthy, 
and uh, yeah, the, any mention of footy or Melbourne um, uh, had me feeling pretty low. Uh, how, how did you guys think we would have done? Um, well, let's see. Uh, playing Sydney, had we beaten Collingwood, uh, what, do you, what do you reckon our chances, uh, having seen what uh, Sydney did to Westendon, um, how, how do you think we would have? I mean, it's twenty twenty hindsight and who knows what would have happened, but what, do you reckon we were a chance there? Nah, we nah. wouldn't have beaten them. And that's the... That was uh, a, a tongue-in-cheek comment I made on the forum at the time. Like, yep. Damn, this was supposed to be us getting built in by Sydney. <laughs> yeah, it's no, no, no. Yeah. I, I don't think with the way that we like we ended the season, we ran out of we're yeah. running out of steam a little yep. bit, and they were f- flying at that stage. There's no, we we wouldn't have beaten them. And had we um, limped into the finals uh, by Adelaide doing us a little bit of a favour, what? Um, how do you think we would have gone in that game against uh, Port? I, I didn't actually watch that game. Uh, I, I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to do it. Uh, I was still filthy at that time, but uh, I just didn't want to see West Coast. But, yeah. We'll, we'll... Could easily have beaten Port. Port are beatable. Yep. Yep. Yep, exactly. If we'd been up against Port, that would have been a different story. Yeah. Uh, the next week was um, GWS. That would have been a bit more of a, a challenge, I think. Uh, considering how our game went against them uh, earlier in the year. Mm, yeah, they... <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, all, it's pretty, hard, it's it's pretty hard to say now. Put it this way, I don't think we would have won the flag had no. we limped over the line. Yeah. Well, it just, you know, next year, I don't know what uh, needs to sort of change so that doesn't happen again because it... It sort of happened, and I don't know whether it was the injuries that contributed to it, but it also happened the the year before, in Ruse's last year where the last two games we sort of just fizzled out. So um, I don't know. I don't know what needs to improve in the off-season so that that doesn't happen. Um, and let's hope we have an injury-free year. Look at what, you know, Richmond... It'd be good if we could get in a young gun defender. <laughs> There's, yeah. uh, you know, potential captaincy material. Not that anyone's going to knock Jack Viney off the t- off the uh, perch, but that's a start. It is. It certainly is. All right. Well, uh, well. Thank you for. Uh, it would have been nice to to get some calls uh, in, but um, yeah. What you know? What can you do? Um, but thank you guys for joining. Great Viney. Thank you, Nasha. Thank you. Um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, to discuss uh, the wash-up of Trade Week and uh, hopefully we add a few more soldiers to our uh, war war chest. Thank you. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see Good you in night. a couple, couple of weeks. Uh, go days. <laughs>